Knights Talking Real Estate, brought to you by Domain. Download the app today and find your way home with Domain. A quick check of the real estate market. We do it every Monday night with Warren McCarthy from McCarthy Property Consultants. Warren, good evening again. Good evening, John. Yeah, the weekend had an interesting lot of auction clearances. There was a bit of a shift in the numbers, John, because we had four of the eight states and territories with public holidays. So you can imagine not as many auctions went uh, into the public hands. As a result, there's only 1,282 properties did in fact go to auction. That was down from about 2,050 odd last week. So, you know, about 38% down on that previous week. But look, Sydney continues to present strong auction numbers and certainly a strong selling percentage of near 70%. Uh, Melbourne only submitted 351 to around about half of what they'd normally uh, put to the public. They had a 63% clearance. Brisbane, 107 auctions. They yielded a 48% sale rate. So a little bit down on the previous week with an overall weighted average clearance at 65. But nonetheless, still reflective of a low stock environment versus a, a constant demand marketplace. But we're seeing that, John, more and more listings are starting to come into the market. The uh, PropTrack people reported that there was a 32% surge in new listings across Sydney from January to February. So that augurs well, given that they hold a very strong uh, weight of the overall marketplace. And people have a lot more choice as they go further and further into autumn. Okay. Now, this is an interesting one because we, we talk here about where you can find value in the market. And of course, if you focus just on the, the expensive suburbs of Sydney or Brisbane, you're going to get perhaps a distorted view. So if you're looking for a home, there are plenty of uh, modestly priced homes right around the country. It depends whether you want to live there. But there's also the issue of investment. So just tell us about Townsville because this is a story that's really emerged. Very interesting. And the Commonwealth Bank and Regional Australia... Um, the Institute there, they have done a report that showed that the migration numbers going into Townsville, a huge regional city as we know, they've skyrocketed. They went up a massive 593% between 2021 and 2022. And of course, we heard that there were a lot of people moving into those areas where they could remotely work and finding value as they got out of the the uh, densely populated cities. And look, Townsville's now the sixth most popular destination, John, for those regional movers. Uh, and why? why? Why wouldn't you? It's got an airport. It's got year-round great lifestyle with the lovely climate up there in far north Queensland. The job opportunities are growing and growing so people can go there and seek out employment. The real estate, as we say, is very affordable. Would you believe the median price is just a tick over $400,000? Uh, so very, very affordable for those people seeking that work-life balance. Good schools, restaurants, shopping. Um, you wouldn't believe it. The early days, a lot of people fled to the coastal regions and to places like Noosa and Byron Bay and the, mm. you know, some of those spots. But now a lot of people are actually leaving those places for the inland centres and other coastal towns. But look, this report delivered up five uh, regional mover cities as the highest for the period of 2021-22. They were Ballarat, was number one from Victoria. Townsville, as we've, we've mentioned. Rockhampton, also in North Queensland. Murray Bridge down in South Aussie and Gladstone. So you can see a lot of people moving across borders into these regional cities. And why wouldn't you, when you consider a median price of around 400 as opposed to about a million in Sydney?
particularly into Queensland. But the, here's the question, because uh, you, you talk about regional movers. So number one, if you're moving into that area, the presumption would be if you're moving in there, you might actually be able to get a home that you can buy, number one. Number two, though, it's also, I would think it would be attractive for investors from anywhere in the country who can invest and buy a place there that they'd then rent out. So how does that equation work? Because a lot of those regional movers might be uh, getting there. They mightn't have uh, ambitions of buying a home just yet. They'll be looking for somewhere to rent. So how does that balance work? Yeah, they might certainly move in and, you know, have a look around, get a feel for it, see if it suits what their lifestyle is seeking and so on. I, I, I uh, accept that. And yet the demand for rental right around the country has been very, very strong as it would be in these areas. Uh, and certainly that's a great sign for an investor to go in and, and purchase property and, and know that they're going to get that continuity of rent. But for the renter, that might still find that there's a lack of supply given the amount of people that are starting to go into these regional centres and enjoy a new lifestyle. Okay, now there's a story here about a, uh, a penthouse. This one's in Melbourne's northeast. So you like to go to the other end of the uh, market each night with us. I find this one interesting because it's about 10 k's from the Melbourne CBD. It has a rooftop golf putting green. Immediately, I look at that and think that's fantastic. It's got a six-seater spa, which raises all sorts of possibilities. But all of this with lift access and car spaces, I was intrigued by the price guide. So tell us about this one. Quite incredible, isn't it? It certainly might improve my golf handicap with having a putting green up on the on the top floor where no one can really see us. Uh, the six-seater spa, by the way, John, was something that they had to crane in from the roadside up over the top onto the roof. This particular uh, property being a double-storey penthouse, a place called Alfington, as you say, 10 k's from the CBD, 200 square metres of rooftop space. It's a hell of a lot of area, and so they, they've used it to the best of their ability. An outdoor kitchen, barbecue, a drinks fridge, a pagola, the heating, you know, the lounge and dining spaces, and uh, would you believe it, they've got auto-irrigated landscaping mm -hmm. and a workout area. So it sounds like it could be for those people that are really seeking a little bit of adventure and to, to stay fit yep. and work on their golf game. But um, look, in all seriousness, it's got three bedrooms, powder yep. room, study, wine storage area, all lovely oak floors throughout, large balconies, uh, as you said, uh, a lift down to the garage where they've got a couple of spots and storage. But here's the thing. 2.65 million to 2.85 million is the price guide shown for, from this particular agency as an expectation for their auction that's been set up for April 5. So we'll keep a watch on this to see yeah, what it because, ultimately does bring. Yeah, for a lot of people, that's 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 a that's a very high price range. For, for a lot of other people who may have, uh, you know, they may have bought in in the 80s or the 90s and uh, their empty nesters, whatever. Uh, that would be. That'd be affordable. It's just, it looks, looks to me so. on the low side for something with all of those things. I thought the same. And, and for those that are, as you say, if they're downsizing from a home and they're, they're securing a decent value for that particular property, coming in for something at that sort of mid to high $2 million bracket, I think 10 kilometres outside yep. of Melbourne City, yeah, it okay, sounds mate. like good value to me. Mostage, we'll make a note and we'll track that one. And I know there are more, more listings coming on over the next few weeks. So this is going to be a very interesting barometer every Monday night of how things go. And we'll talk again next week, mate. Terrific. Thank you, John.